Hello, this is Jonathan Carroll, and welcome to the ADHD Guru Podcast. I really appreciate you tuning in and um, listening to my third edition of this. Today's topic is going to be on uh, coaching athletics with ADHD. Uh, I'm going to focus a little more on youth sports, but a lot of the things I'm going to talk about really would apply across all levels. But I'm going to keep this specific to having children and coaching those children in sports. Um, I'm blessed with two beautiful and wonderful children. um, And I really get a joy out of coaching um, both of them in sports. Um, and, and they seem to enjoy me doing that as well. Um, I coach my son's basketball team, his soccer team, his flag football team. So I keep myself busy on the weekends is for sure. Um, and one of the reasons why I really enjoy doing that is because it allows me to connect obviously with my kids, but also connect with other kids and families in the community. Um, it's nice because I have a lot of kids that I've coached for, um, a few years now and as I get to know them and know their families and see them grow up it's just really cool and obviously seeing my kids grow up is, is probably the greatest gift um, I've ever been given but um, you know as, as I've mentioned or I don't know if I mentioned this podcast but certainly it's no secret that I have ADHD myself and uh, coaching sports really presents a lot of challenges you know you have a lot of moving pieces and a lot of moving parts and uh really have to make sure that, you know, you're on your A game, uh, especially when kids are involved, you know, because there's a lot of, you know, things that can happen, you know, obviously um, on top of uh, the desire to win games or be successful, you also have to look out for things like injuries and making sure that kids are in a position to be successful and things like that. So the most important part of being a coach is planning. And, And when I coach a team, I am very very much of a planner. I do that in my life and I also do that when I coach. Planning for games, planning for practices, making sure that if we have practices, you really have the amount of time you're given um, really sort of narrowed down to every minute being occupied with something. Uh, The more downtime you present, the more uh, of an ability to struggle personally and, and with the kids as well. You know, the kids are enthusiastic, they're excited, but if they're sometimes not given something to do, they may revert to behaviors that aren't so appropriate. So that's probably the first place I would start is really planning well, you know, having a game plan for your practice, um, having a plan of, of what you're going to do during the game. Like let's say you have a basketball team with nine or 10 kids on it, making sure that everyone plays and everyone plays fairly and you provide an appropriate rotation uh, and making sure that, you know, you're meeting everyone's needs. Um, you know, there's always, and, and, and I certainly really strive to not do this, but I know there's some parents when their kids are on their teams may show favoritism. I don't do that. You know, I treat my son like I treat everybody else, or I treat my daughter like I treat everyone else because, you know, if a parent's going to entrust me to coach, you know, you know, his or her kid, I want to make sure that I'm as fair as possible. So, um, you know, everyone plays the same amount. Everyone gets the same opportunities and hopefully takes advantage of those. So really that planning time is <clears throat> so important for that part of it. So that's really the first part of it. Um, the next thing that I do, and this is more for me, is monitoring ways I can watch my reactions. You know, I'm a very enthusiastic guy. I get into the games. You know, I take what I do very seriously. Um, some people would suggest that I'm a bit intense. But I'm intense in a good way. You know, I'm, I, I don't want to act like, you know, um, I don't want to overreact to kids. You know, they're kids and they're going to do things that kids do. So I always want to make sure that I'm always in control. 
and, and, and a good way for me to do that is I usually like to hold something in my hand, like either a clipboard or a towel or, you know, like maybe an extra jersey. And if there's a moment where I feel that I might be reacting in a way that's not so appropriate, I will grab hold of that and take a squeeze of that and get myself really like, okay, what's the best way for me to react to this? Think about it on the fly. And usually that helps me not get too um, worked up in one way or the other. You know, keeping in mind these are, you know, these are young kids. They're playing for fun and the games are about fun. You know, obviously a lot of these kids are driven and want to win, but they, they have to win at a certain cost. And it's not... It's not acting like, you know, uh, you know, <laughs> a big baby on the court because a call doesn't go your way or something doesn't work out the way you want it to. It's just, you know, it's, it's acting appropriately and setting a good, you know, setting a good, being a good role model for the kids and setting a good example. So um, I do that as well. And I think that's very helpful. Um, one last piece of advice I have, and, and, and fortunately, I've coached a lot of the same kids over the years. So I get to know them and get to know their families is get to know your kids. I mean, and you know, if you don't have, if you have a kid you haven't coached before, I always will reach out to the parent like, Hey, send me a little bit about your kid. Tell me about what he or she likes, you know, about the personality and things and get to know them, you know, talk to them. Like, what are your interests? What do you like? You know, get to really be involved with them. And the kids love that. And it makes coaching so much fun because you get to see these kids grow up and, and get older and, and develop. You know, I think back to when I was a kid and I played baseball um, I still remember my coaches and I remember those coaches that took a real interest in me and it meant so much to me that they would take the time to learn more about me and what makes me, uh, makes me tick. So, um, and to this day, I still carry such great memories. Like I remember I won a little league world series when I was a kid and I remember our coaches were this one friend of mine from high school. I'm still friends with to this day. His dad was such a fun coach. Like he made it fun. He always had us chanting on the bench. He was always patting us on the back. Like, good job, you know, stick with it, play hard. And, and to this day, I still remember it and really enjoyed playing for him. So those are just a few pointers for you um, on some things you can do as a coach of, you know, is an adult with ADHD coaching kids with ADHD. And again, some of these apply even to higher levels as well, but um, just hopefully you'll take this advice and use it um, in the future for yourself. So let me give you some contact information on me. Again, I'm Jonathan Carroll, um, an ADHD and executive functioning coach. Uh, you can reach me via email at Jonathan, that's J-O-N-A-T-H-A-N at ADHDEFcoach.com, ADHDEdwardFrankEFcoach.com. You can call me at area code 877-398-2343, 877-398-2343, or you can check out my website, which is ADHDGuru.com, ADHDGuru.com. And I would really appreciate some feedback on my podcast. If you have a minute and you like what I'm doing or you have some suggestions for me, please note that um, on iTunes or Google Play. And uh, the feedback is always appreciated. Thank you so much, and I will look forward to our next podcast.